You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Katie's upcoming season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 234. I am your host, Reality Steve. Got a good podcast for you today. We're going to talk about some things regarding The Bachelorette that I have not shared up to this point, so we will get to it. Um, I thought I was going to have a guest this week. I was working on something, and it looks like that's getting pushed to next week. So uh, with nobody really available last minute, I decided... Let me share a few things that I do know about Katie's season, and we'll go from there. So, to start off, the first commercial, promo, whatever you want to call for Katie's season, was released on Monday of this week. And it was a typical first promo. A lot of clips of guys getting out of the limo the first night, entering the cocktail party, some clips from one of the early group dates, Not a whole hell of a lot in there other than you finally seeing a lot of the guys that were given out back in, when was that? You know, right before Katie's season started filming in March. You know, a lot of those guys took their photos in New Mexico, and that was the photo that was used uh, that is under Katie's guys on my Instagram in the highlights and and on my regular feed. So you can even tell which guys took photos while they were there and just said, yeah, just use this. And some brought photos from home and just said, okay, can you use this one? So, um, I mean, when I saw the promo, nobody jumped out to me to look way different than their picture. And that came out in March. But, um, you know, first episode is still three weeks away. Actually, more than that. Almost almost four. About three and a half. So wasn't a whole hell of a lot in that promo. In terms of, they're not going to give anything away too spoilery, especially in that. The first real commercial and promo for the season will come out either right before the first episode airs or at the end of the first episode where they give you a season preview, which is usually about three and a half minutes long. And people, you know, dissect that until the cows come home. And, you know, sometimes they give away stuff, sometimes they don't at all. Uh, It it varies from season to season season. I mean, clearly some things are given away. Like you can clearly see who's on a date with her um, because you know, everybody's face. And if you see that face on a date with her, you can be like, Oh, they were on a date. Like not hard to figure out, but um, sometimes they give stuff away. Like last season, they gave away that Brie made a, made a overnight date um, when they showed her on the, like, was it a futon? Was it a sofa with Matt making out? And he was shirtless and, she was what looked in like what looked like pajamas. That was given out in the season promo last season, so that uh, that kind of gave it away. But, um, you know, as as like last season, it is tougher, uh, spoiler wise, because of the one location shoot. It's just a lot different when they're out filming and pictures are getting out and dates are public. It's just very easy to figure out who's wet, who's still there, who's still left, who's on the date, stuff like that. So. Um, and just like last season and the season before, uh, Matt's season and Clarentatia's season, I've gotten a lot of things told to me about this season, just not a lot of descriptive things. 
Um, some things are, are, are descriptive, but I don't have every single detail of the incident. So I'll just give you uh, uh, what I have so far and, uh, um, and some of the things that I've been told already about, uh, about Katie's season. The first thing I want to start out with is I need to look him up on my phone because I totally forgot. <laughs> Hang on. I totally forgot his name. Um, because since I posted the guys, I haven't really like looked at them. So when I saw that commercial on Monday or the promo come out on Monday with the guys getting out of limo, I was like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Even though we have everybody's first name, cause I hadn't, you know, obviously a lot's been going on. I just haven't been paying a lot of attention to these guys. I don't follow any of them on Instagram. I've no, I've been tracking anything of what the hell these guys are doing. I don't really care. So, because what they're doing post show, everybody's home. So of course they're going to get online and, and post stuff. So, um, I just needed to look at some of the guys and I was like, okay, now I kind of get, can put some faces with names anyway. Um, I believe that the early season villain is going to be Thomas Jacobs. And you may ask, why is he the early season villain? Again, as I just stated, there are things that I've heard, um, but I don't have the description of them, exactly exactly what led to it. Um, but, and as we know, the word villain is thrown around very loosely in this franchise. It doesn't mean he's the worst human being to walk the face of the earth. Uh, I have not heard that. Um, but he ruffles feathers. And if you're looking for the guy that the guys are kind of calling out, He's your early season guy because I think he only lasts about three or four episodes. As you know, Blake Moynes shows up this season. I'm pretty sure it's not the first night. Um, he shows up because he likes Katie, I guess. And um, Blake Moynes is definitely uh, there a while. Certainly makes <clears throat> uh, Blake Moynes definitely makes Final Four. And um, is in, in terms of why did he go on the show and why not wait till Paradise or whatever? That I don't know. I just know he's on the show and he makes the Final Four. So now that we're jumping to Final Four, I don't know all of the Final Four. I do know that Blake Boy- Moynes made the Final Four. I do know that Greg Grippo made the Final Four. And I'm pretty sure... I, I'm almost positive. Uh, I'm looking at the guys' names again because I'm... T- <laughs> uh, John Hersey makes the Final Four. So those three I'm almost positive on. Well, I, I Blake and Greg Grippo absolutely made the Final Four, and John Hersey I'm 99% sure did. The fourth guy is the one that um, I've heard a couple things, and I don't know for sure yet. So... Um, that's where we're at with that. Uh, and, you know, just to jump ahead, I do not know the winner yet. I don't know who won. Again, heard rumblings. Haven't gotten the confirmation that I need. However, I can say this. Um, I do know that Katie is engaged. So there's that. So all this stuff about, oh, she, you know, ended the season early because she wanted to be single. And, you know, there's a report that, Filming ended a week early and whatnot. I don't know what that's all about, but I can tell you that Katie's engaged. So congratulations to her. 
who she's engaged to, I don't know yet. Um, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> I can tell you this. <laughs> it's either Greg, Blake, John, or the fourth guy in the final four that I don't know yet. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, she's engaged. So anything that, you know, Katie is very, very active on, uh, Instagram, very active on social media since she has gotten back from filming, hanging out with the girls from Matt season down in San Diego, uh, probably the most visible and most, I've never seen a lead come back from filming and post as much as she does. So, um, Maybe they've told her to do this. Maybe she's just doing it on her own. I don't know. But she is, I mean, I think she's posted more on Instagram and Instagram stories and Twitter since she's got in the two and a half weeks since filming ended. She has posted more in two and a half weeks than I think any lead has posted from the time they got back from filming to the time of the finale air. Like those people usually just kind of lay low and don't say much. Like Katie is literally on TikTok. She's on her Instagram stories. She's out partying with the girls from her season. Um, yeah, I don't know. This could be her, her own doing. It could be the show's doing. I don't know. But she, if you aren't following her, she's quite a follow because she, uh, granted, she did a, she did a Q&A and she's not giving anything away. Um, maybe she'll slip up at some point. Maybe she won't. I don't know. But she for sure is the most visible lead we have ever had in the history of this show. And uh, maybe it's because she's happy and um, because she's engaged. But, uh, yeah, don't let anything fool you about uh, things that she may post or read into every single thing that she does. The bottom line is she's engaged. I just don't know to who. Now, you might ask, how can you know she's engaged, but you don't know who it is? Oh, there's plenty of ways to know that. And without giving up sources... I don't know what to tell you, but there is. So um, I can say, not that this should be a surprise to anybody, the next thing on my notes here, um, this season is very, very sex positive. A lot of sex talk. Even if you saw the promo, you saw a guy bring in a blow-up doll. That was Cody. Um, He brought in a blow-up doll. You know, they're going to have a ton. This show is the same thing every season, but now that they have a woman who showed up on Matt's season with a dildo the first night. Clearly, they're going to play into that. That's why the tagline for this season is, you know, come see what all the buzz is about because the buzz from her vibrator in season one, you know, or Matt's season. So they're going to play it up. And look, this show is laced with sexual innuendos every single season. This season is no different. I know that one of the group dates this season is there is the guys have to show Katie their sex moves. So if you think this show has turned a corner and are going to be more mature and have dates that are really intellectual and very educational and really getting... No, they're having fucking sex moves dates on this show this season. So have fun with that. Uh, They haven't changed uh, with that. There's just... It's going to be a lot of sex talk, probably over the top sexual innuendos so just be ready for it not that this should come as a surprise like the second we knew that katie was going to be the bachelorette i don't think that they anyone thought like wow they're really going to tone it down like no they're ramping it up this season so uh, be ready for for that part of it they're going to be very uh, sex positive and have a lot of sex themed dates and jokes related to sex um but yeah there is a group date where the guys have to show her their sex moves and 
Yeah. So, um, a couple other things uh, early on. I know that there was a confrontation. I don't know if it gets physical. I don't believe it gets physical. However, oh crap, i got to look up the, name, <laughs> the names again. I should have. Sorry about this. Aaron. Who's Aaron? Aaron Clancy. Um, he, he lives down in the San He's in the San Diego area. His bio said Walnut, California, but he lives down in San Diego. Um, him and Cody get into it. Cody Mank, he's also a San Diego guy. Apparently they run in the same friend circle. So maybe it's kind of along the same lines as what happened last season with the whole, um, what's her name? Anna and, uh, Brittany Galvin, where it's just like, oh, I heard this or whatever. Anyway, um, Aaron and Cody, I guess, either know each other or know each other, have heard about each other through running in the same friend circle. Apparently, at some point early on in the season, Aaron went to Katie and told her that Cody was a party guy, not really here for, you know, to find love and whatnot. Uh, Cody found out about it and confronted Aaron about it. Like I said, I don't think it turned physical, but there was a, hey, Dude, what are you doing? Um, Cody ended up getting eliminated first. I don't know if it was on the spot or if it was at a rose ceremony, but after Aaron went to Katie and gave his opinions on Cody, I guess Cody was eliminated after that. So, well, I know he was eliminated after that. I just don't know the reason for it, if it happened right away or if it happened at the next rose ceremony. But then Aaron was eliminated, I believe, one or two episodes later. So... That's an early season um, dust up, I guess, that we can uh, look forward to a little bit. So there's that. Uh, the next thing I have is Michael Alillo. Michael Alillo. Oh, he's the one who is recently divorced. No, sorry. Excuse me. Apologize for that. Scratch that from the record. Michael' wife died, I believe, two years ago, and they have a child. He has a son. And Michael lasts a while on this show. I was told he lasted far, but not Final Four. So he is not the fourth guy in the Final Four. But I do believe him leaving the show had a lot to do with his son. And just, you know, you're away for a while. People with kids, we've seen this before numerous times on the show. It's just, look, if I'm not going to win this thing, I need to... I need to be out or, or Katie lets him go because she knows him being away from his son is, um, you know, hard on him. But Michael lasts a while, and um, I know that Katie is into him, but he ends up leaving late in the process, but before Final Four. So that's what I got for you in terms of the spoiler department. Uh, many spoilers, not a, not a huge breakdown of anything. I guess the biggest one being the fact that Katie is engaged and she might, obviously she, she's going to get told this by somebody, some fan or the show will tell her, Hey, reality Steve has put out there that you're engaged and I'm sure she'll have fun with the audience in the next two months uh, until her finale airs, making you think that she isn't making you think that I'm wrong or, or whatever, but look, she's engaged and unless she ends the engagement uh, as of today, uh, she is engaged. And I, I don't 
I don't think that there's going to be some sort of ending to the engagement before uh, the finale airs. So, uh, so I just wanted to get that out. Obviously, I'll find out some more stuff as we get closer to the premiere, hopefully. And, um, you know, none of this has been out there yet. I know that there's going to be sites out there that put this out there today and say, we're hearing that uh, Thomas is the early season villain. And uh, Aaron and Cody had a little dust up on the show and we got it confirmed with our sources. Like we know what's going to happen because um, some sites out there have made it known that they don't want to credit me for anything uh, anymore. So, okay, just know what's really going on here. Um, This show has been done filming for two and a half weeks and not one site has posted anything about any spoiler. So um, I just gave you five or six, some small, some medium, some bigger than others. You know, I don't know how to rank them, but um, this is nothing that you've heard anywhere else. Uh, the Blake Moyne stuff, we, you've known that Blake is, is, is on the show. Um, I think most people uh, had assumed he made it far and, and made Final Four. So I don't think that's ma- a major spoiler that Blake is in the Final Four uh, or Greg Grippo is in the Final Four. Maybe the John Hersey one is, uh, is but I, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to find out who that final, that fourth person is. And, you know, I've heard some things about the end and final two and whatnot, but nothing that, uh, I feel comfortable enough uh, running with yet. So yeah, this is, uh, this is what I can give you today. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see going forward exactly how it's uh, going to play out. And I, you know, I expect Katie to have a little fun with it. I do. Um, but that's kind of because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, she is the most visible lead on social media that we've ever had. And it's not even close. Like like I said, she's she's posted more in two and a half weeks since the show ended uh, on Instagram and about her life than I can remember any past lead ever doing for the whole duration of their season airing. So I'm sure she'll have fun with it. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, obviously I will give you what I can when I get it. Moving forward, it's just a, it's just um, we'll, we'll see how things play out. Obviously, I've been told a lot of things uh, about contestants and whatnot. Uh, some good, most of them not great, um, but not earth shattering either. We're not talking about like, oh my god, is the worst human being ever. Um, and that, and I, and I feel even. I feel even weird having to say that because anything that is that I hear that's possibly negative about somebody immediately think everybody immediately jumps on me now saying, why do I hate them? Why am I out to get them? It's like, you know, it's not the case. I'm not saying they're a horrible person. I'm just saying what's out there. But I don't even know if I'm really going to go that route this season, to be honest with you, because, you know, after everything that's kind of gone down, I, I'm really not um, up for being uh, the messenger anymore, you know. I uh, don't want to, uh, the messenger gets shot way too much and I'm not, it's just having way more negative effect than positive effect. Like, um, you know, I'm trying to learn here and, um, part of that learning is, you know what, let these people figure it out on, by, on their own. You know, I, you don't need my help. Um, so we'll see what happens, uh, from here, but, um, this is what I got for you today in terms of Bachelor Nation and Katie season and just wanted to give it to you. Um, like I said, been given a lot of stuff, just not like detailed information just yet. But the basics of, hey, you got Thomas, early season, quote unquote, villain. Like I said, doesn't mean he's the worst person in America. Don't run with that. 
It's just that I think he ruffles the guy's feathers. Just like every somebody every season since the show has been in existence has somebody that ruffles a majority of the people in the house's feathers and they don't like him and or they don't like her and they say things about them in the ITMs and stuff. So apparently Thomas is that guy in the early going, um, you know, the group date. They have to show their sex moves again. Show's not changing. And, um, you know, the Aaron and Cody stuff. I said Michael Lillo lasts pretty long. And um, but uh, his his departure whether it's self-induced or Katie sends him home revolves around the fact that he's got a child and um, you know, he had a wife that died a couple years ago and uh, his his exit has to do with, you know, wanting to be with his kid. So with that said, that's uh, what I can give you for Katie's spoilers so far this season. I'm sure uh, a lot of you... May have seen the article that came out yesterday. Colton did a sit down with Elizabeth. Can't even speak. Elizabeth Wagmeister of Variety. I linked to it on my Twitter yesterday. I will link to it in today's column on the website, which is just a recap of what I'm talking about verbally here. And you know, Colton did a, a sit down, and it's it's actually a 12 minute video within that column, and then the column is basically just summarizing what he said in the video, just talking about you know coming out, how difficult it was, the Netflix show, the um, they spoke to Netflix about the petition going around to not give him a show. Personally, I don't think it's a great idea, but it's not up to me. I don't make that decision of whether or not Colton should get a show on Netflix. I don't think it's a great idea, but I see. His, I see what he's doing. Uh, he wants to get his, you know, the, the idea of coming out is obviously a very difficult decision. He struggled with it clearly for years, and he wants to help people by doing this. Uh, in that interview, uh, they did say they're not going to not address what happened with Cassie. Um, so they better. I mean, I, I would hope he would get a Netflix special and they addressed it because that would be doing that whole situation a disservice if they didn't. But it was, you know, it's interesting interview um, to hear his side. Obviously, you know, the guy struggled for a, while, a long time about this and um, he speaks about, you know, how he, I guess we're going to see in this Netflix special, how the, the moment he told his parents, and how he talks about being blackmailed, how it first came about. He went to a uh, a massage place that is known for gay clientele. And after he left there, somebody blackmailed him with photos. Um, so that's where he realized he, he, I guess he told his publicist, he had come out to his publicist. So, you know, there's a lot there. Check it out. Check out the interview. Um, but... You know, I mean, I, I like I said, it's not up to me whether or not Netflix gives him a show. They're clearly giving him a show. I don't think they're going to back down at this point, even though there's a petition out there to do it. In the in the article that I linked to, they do speak with heads at Netflix about that. And going by their quote certainly doesn't seem like they're stopping. And if you don't, and if you're upset by it, and you don't think um, Netflix should... Give Colton a show by all means. 
express your disappointment and express your disapproval. And then when it does air, just don't watch it. I mean, I just, I don't see, I just don't see the point of just losing your mind over something like this. Like you, if you want to sign a petition, that's great. But if they still air it, which it sounds like they're going to, there's really not much you can do at that point. Just kind of throw your hands up and be like, all right, well, I just won't watch it. I won't give it any attention. I won't talk about it. And, um, and just kind of leave it at that. Um, I, I don't think he should have done it. Like I said, it's not my position about Netflix's decision to air it. I just think the guy should stay off reality TV. It's been, it's been hard enough for him as it is. You heard him on my podcast last September. And this was before he came out about how down in the dumps and how low he got in his life and how hard reality TV was on his mental health. Now, granted, this is a different type of show. It's more of a real document. I think it's going to follow him. It's not like he's on a game show or looking to date somebody or whatever. So maybe that's how he justifies it in his mind, that this is a better idea reality TV-wise. But still, um, and I and I get he wants to, if he can help one person who's struggling with coming out and they watch that show and they see how he came out to his parents and how difficult it was and the struggles that he came to, that part I get. But if I were him, would I have done it? No. But I'm not him. So, and I'm not Netflix. I don't have a say in this. So, check out that article uh, that I linked to if you want to know a little bit more. Uh, he speaks a little bit more in depth than he did uh, on the GMA interview. What else is going on? Um, a few of you asked about my float spot experience. Have I gone back? I did not take advantage of the two-week, 14 days from my first appointment. I can go back at a discounted rate. I did not go in those 14 days, unfortunately. So I'm, I'll do it again. Like I said, I just need to change some things up. Need to play the music the full time. When it starts getting a little stuffy in there, I might lift up the egg so I can get some fresher air. And um, what was the other thing? I think those are the two main things. Oh, and then make sure I only stay about 30 minutes or no going in. I've only got a 30 minute session because 60 minutes will just run around in my head the whole time. But I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. I needed to, uh, maybe that was too soon from when everything was going on that I wasn't able to fully just let my mind go and just blank out and not think about anything. It was really hard. I was just sitting there looking at nothing and a thousand thoughts going through my head. So yeah, we needed to, uh, change that up but yeah the float spot interesting but i will i will definitely try it and when i do i will keep you guys informed and let you know for those that are interested and finally one thing i wanted to talk about i don't know if any of you have paid attention or noticed but ever since Matt's season ended i have not posted a column outside of the one on thursday with my two thursdays ago with my apology i'm talking about the only thing i had given you before today about Katie's season was that Greg Rippo got the first impression rose. I haven't posted a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday column on Saturday and Sunday as well. I haven't written anything in two months and probably not going to write anything until the season gets going. Uh, because one, I don't think it's, uh, 
really the time to be. I, there really wasn't anything to write about, to be honest with you. And I just rather include it on the day of the podcast, like the stuff, the mini spoilers that I gave you today will be in written form as well on my website today for those that don't want to listen to the podcast. But, you know, going forward, I think everything is going to become a case-by-case basis. I have told you that I've heard things about uh, guys this season, a lot of it negative, not great, but not, you know, the end of the world type stuff. And, you know, the reporting on guys from this season, I, you know, I think it's going to be a case-by-case basis, but I think it's really going to have to be something serious for me to report. Uh, anything serious to the point where it like has to get it has to be told and you know the days of you know someone's got a girlfriend or someone was dating somebody before the show like it's whatever at this point like you're almost (laughs) you're almost the exception if you weren't dating somebody before the show or you weren't hooking up with somebody before leaving to go film this show it's just the way it is now so yeah a few years ago i was absolutely all over that now not a big deal. So because I realized so many more people are doing it and I, I would have to just laundry list them all out as opposed to just focusing on one or two, depending on how far they got or whatever. And I'm just, like I said, I'm just, I've been the messenger for so long and the messenger is getting shot too much. So um, everything's going to be a case by case basis. I'm, I'm well aware that you guys love getting the tea. And I say that because I look at the numbers, I look at the download numbers on the podcasts where I had, you know, Evan's ex-wife on, Tasha's ex-husband on, uh, going back a couple years ago, Ari's ex-girlfriend, Peter's ex-girlfriend. Those are my most downloaded podcasts. So it's a, it's a, it's a tough position to be in because I know that that's what you guys want to listen to as much as you scream stop putting these people on your podcast. The numbers say otherwise, but at this point in the way things have kind of gone, I, I, I don't see that happening too much in the future, if at all. But like I said, everything's a case by case basis. Um, you know, I, I think I'm just going to spoil and recap the show and have my recaps on Tuesdays and, Wednesdays have your reader emails and Thursdays have your podcasts and just kind of go about it that way. And uh, I know you guys want spoilers and that, and obviously any, you know, any inside dirt I can get you, you know, I will. But when it comes to contestants now, I think things are going to be a little bit different going forward. They have to be. I just, I'm just, it's not worth it anymore. The, the, the negative is way outweighing the positive and, I just, you know, I, I realize what has transpired and what ha- and the effect that it has had on people. And it took me a while to realize that. Like I said, this is a learning process for me, and I am trying to get better. And that is one way I think I can get better is just report the spoilers. And, you know, I'll comment here and there on the show. Obviously, I'm going to comment on what I see on the show, and I'm going to make fun of and be snarky when it comes to the show. Um, that's who, that's the basis of reality, It's been that way for years. 
And I want to keep doing that. I want to keep being snarky and sarcastic when it comes to the show. And with the knowledge of, you know, how producers work on the show, I'll always call out production tricks and stuff like that. I'll keep doing that. But, you know, when it comes to contestants now, I think it's just I'm not going to be the messenger anymore. Even if I have all the proof in the world, which, you know, I have a lot of the times, you know, sometimes I've gotten wrong proof. But for the most part, I've run with stuff that I've uh, I've vetted to be true. And um, and I'm the one that just takes all the hits because of it, because somebody doesn't want to put their name to it, you know. So um, so look forward or look for that uh, or not look for it because it doesn't look like it's going to happen very much. Um, you know, Katie's got guys this season that I haven't heard great things about. Not the worst things in the world, but certainly things that are probably frowned upon. And but it's not my it's not my position now. She needs to find it out on her own, even though the show's already over. So there's really nothing she can find out at this point. Um, unless I find out something so damning about whoever she chose, then then I'll deal with that when the time comes, if it even does come. But I, not my position anymore. Leave that to other people. I mean, look, there's Instagram posts out, Instagram sites out there, as you know, Dex Moy. That's just going to post everything they, every single thing they get. So <laughs> it's it is kind of confusing to me how people can love Dex Moy and hate the stuff that I do when Dex Moy literally tells you we don't vet anything and they just post whatever you give them. And then everyone runs with it as truth. Be honest. You don't read Dex Moy and say, I wonder if that, no, you immediately say, Oh my God, look at what they posted. I wonder who they're talking about. So, but when I do it, you know, like I said, um, I know I'll never understand that. There's definitely a, um, there's definitely a double standard there because even when I have posted stuff that ended up being wrong, I didn't post it knowing it was wrong. I've posted everything that I've ever posted. I believed to be true based on who I spoke to at the time. Now, some of it ended up being wrong, but there's a difference between posting something that you know is wrong and still posting it, which I've never done in the history of my site. And I never will because that opens me up to a lawsuit. That's defamation. Knowing something is wrong and still posting it. And I've never done that, ever, and I never will. I post things that I believe to be true. Dex Moy doesn't do that. Dex Moy posts any email you send them, and they love when it's tea-related regarding whatever, any anything in Bachelor Nation. And they specifically say on their site, like, we don't vet, you know, some of this stuff isn't true. We're just, we're just giving you what people told us. It's like, great. That's my whole, and I've, and I've been saying this. I mean, if you were listening to the lives this summer, that's my whole, that's been my whole issue with them is that they don't even try to vet anything. I mean, at least give me some credit that I try and vet stuff out, even if it may end up being wrong. Like, I don't get any credit for that. Like, I, you know, I'm never, ever, ever man- maliciously going after anybody on purpose, ever. I've never posted anything knowing it was wrong, but just doing it for clicks despite what people out there are saying. And that's been really frustrating to hear over the last month, but I expect it. I knew it was coming. And, um, you know, there are a lot of people in bachelor nation that are very, very happy of what's happened to me in the last month. And they've made that very clear in the interviews that they've done. So, but I get it. 
it comes with the territory. They're going to fire at you. And I'm just going to be better. And I'm going to do better. And if they notice the change, great. If they don't, great. I just know I'm making changes. And this is a learning process for me. I'm not going to say everything right all the time. I'm going to try, though. So I hope you can bear with me on that. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, we will be back next week. We're working on something. Hopefully, you can get them on uh, next week uh, to talk about a few things. But anyway, thank you for all for tuning in. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. And we will be back next week with yet another podcast. See you.